0: Hello fellow rebel capitals hope you're well so the second wave of the bank runs has just begun according to experts this is something that you got to sit down and pour yourself that stiff drink because everybody thinks that this crisis is behind us the fed came in to the rescue they saved the day not even close When you actually look at the data, we can see that this crisis is just in inning two or three. We're just getting started. Let's get right over to this article, and I'll tell you exactly what I'm referring to. Then we'll connect some dots. And what's great is I did a whiteboard video about this topic today before I even knew or I saw this story. So let's get right into it here. When I'm talking about experts, I'm talking about the banksters themselves. This is from Barclays. They are warning the second wave of deposit outflows from U.S. banks has already started, that these quote-unquote sleepy depositors are waking up. And when you read the gist of this, it makes a lot of sense. Let's dive right in. Barclays says that the first wave of the run was related to solvency fears. That wave may be almost over, but... Here's a quote from them. We think the first wave of the outflows may be over, but the recent volatility, I don't know what that word is, regarding deposit safety may have awakened sleepy depositors and started what we believe will be a second wave of deposit departures with balances moving from the banking system, wait for it, into money market funds. Again, something we've been talking about on this channel a lot and something I focused today's whiteboard video on. This is effectively quantitative tightening and it is bad news for the entire banking system, especially these regional banks. So let's get down into it here and see some of these charts. Let's look at the data, but uh, this makes a lot of sense because prior to this, most of your friend and family member, Fred's let's say, They're just completely sleepwalking through who they were banking with. In fact, I've even seen some sophisticated people that had money in Silicon Valley Bank and Signature saying that, oh, well, these were fantastic banks. Amazing. So, okay, well, how are you coming to that conclusion? Are you talking about their balance sheet? Obviously not. Oh, no, 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 not their balance sheet. No, no, no that was the best customer service I ever had. Okay. Well, should you, I mean, yes, customer service is important, but shouldn't you really be worried about whether or not that bank will pay you back? Because remember at the end of the day, you're not giving the bank green pieces of paper to stick in a vault or bury in their backyard. You're giving them your hard earned currency units to lend out or basically buy other assets. And you got to make sure that they're going to pay you back. That is priority number one, and that's what these quote unquote sleepy depositors are waking up to. But like I said in my video, that if this goes into money market funds, if this goes into treasuries, and then Janet Yellen fills up the TGA again, she says she wants to fill it up that balance to be another five hundred billion. This is quantitative tightening. This is going to reduce the amount of reserves in the banking system, which is going to make them compete for customer deposits by raising that interest rate, which is going to lower profitability. And like I said in the whiteboard today, that in my opinion is going to be the second wave of this banking crisis. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Ceresna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out of control central banks, and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow Rebel Capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. get back into these charts and the data. So they show the money market fund balances and let's see. Okay, so each color represents a a year and let's see. We can see the balances increase throughout the year. This is a bit of a difficult chart here. I don't know what on earth they're talking about with negative 2 and then 0 and then all the way up to 32, but I think if we just look at the trend, this is what the overall concept of the chart is. And they're showing how these money market funds really increased in 99 prior to the dot-com bust. And then in 2022, we can see them increase. I don't know why there's, they're not showing reverse repo at the Fed. That'd be a lot easier. So I actually got that chart pulled up because again, I use that in today's whiteboard video. And way back in the good old days of 2021, the amount in reverse repo was about $11 billion. Fast forward to today. And what does this coincide with? Well, obviously, this coincides with them talking about raising rates and then raising those rates to the point where now that reverse repo has over $2.2 trillion. And this makes a lot of sense because would you prefer to have your hard-earned money in the savings account making 0.5% or 50 basis points or and a money market fund paying, let's say, 4.5%, or maybe in a T-bill paying 5%. Again, no-brainer. And this is why so many people are fixated on the asset side of these banks' balance sheets that are facing this crisis and saying, oh, well, we've protected the asset side because the Fed set up this new facility. But what they're ignoring is the liability side, that we're still going to have this flight of deposits. Why? Because the Fed's done QE and created this spread between what banks pay you and what you can get just as a market rate with that fund or that T-bill. And that's not going to go away until they do what? What's the punchline here? The Fed has to lower rates. Let's get back to this article, and it looks like that's the only chart they present. Not that extensive of an article. <laughs> and then they conclude by saying you'd have to think that what Barclays is calling a second wave will not be an urgent bank run. It's not based on solvency fears. No, this is not based on solvency fears. It's just simply based on the fact that do you want to get 50 basis points or 5%, especially when you look at the delta between what you're getting on your savings and and the CPI. The CPI right now, let's remember, is 6%, and that understates inflation. So think about how much purchasing power you're losing by keeping your money to bank right now. Call it six, seven, eight, nine, maybe even 10% per year. So you've got to do something about it. That's what the average Joe and Jane is waking up to. And the more they wake up, the more precarious of a position that puts the banking system and increases the likelihood the federal reserve lowering rates sooner than later. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market, capitalism. See you in the next video.